learning daf yichasim and beis. And we're beginning at the bottom of yichasim and aleph. Four words from the end. Tanurabanan. Karas yugin. If a person reads the Megillah siyugin intermittently, he reads a little bit and then he pauses. Then he reads a little more. He pauses again. Yata. So but yevad is yotzei. As long as he finishes the whole Megillah. Sirusin. But if he reads the Megillah out of order, the mafreya lo yata. Then he's not yotzei. Rabbi Muna Omer Meshum Rabbi Yehuda Av b'Sirugin Even if he reads the Megillah intermittently on and off, and he pauses, and we said that that's fine. But he Mishal Kadei Ligmer Eskula. But if he pauses long enough to finish the whole thing, close the rosh. He has to go back and start again. He's not yotzei. You can't pause for so long in the middle of the Kriyas of Megillah. Amr of Yosef Halacha Kerabi Muna Shama Meshum Rabbi Yehuda Halacha is like Rabbi Muna, who said it in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. Now, Amrli Abayi said to Yosef, what do you mean? You said that if he pauses, so he has to start again. Do you mean from where he's up to, to the end? Meaning if he pauses long enough to finish the Megillah, from wherever he got up to until the end, then he has to start again. He can't pause even that long. Or perhaps you mean, he has to pause long enough to finish the Megillah from the beginning to the end. No matter where he's up to, he has to pause long enough to finish the whole Megillah from beginning to end. Otherwise, it's okay. Amalei, Yosef said, yeah, he has to pause long enough to finish the whole Megillah from beginning to end, no matter where he is. Because if you're going to say that it's enough to pause long enough to finish from wherever he's up to to the end, so then you've given your words to uh, different amounts. In other words, you're going to say that sometimes if he pauses for two minutes, he has to go back. And sometimes if he pauses for 10 minutes or 50 minutes, he has to go back. And that's not like the halacha. Halacha always determines a very specific shear. So the halacha determines that the shear is to finish the whole Megillah. If you pause long enough to finish the Megillah, then you have to start again. Otherwise not. Now, what's the halacha? Shmuel says, no, we don't pass like Rabbi Muna. doesn't matter how long you pause for. You just continue from where you left off and it's fine. In Surah, they teach it like that. Meaning, in Surah, they said that according to Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yirmiya, Rav said the Lach is like Rabbi Muna, and Shmuel said the Lach is not like that. In Pumpadisa, they say that Amr of Kahana, Amr of Kahana said the name of Rav, the Lach is like Rabbi Muna, and Shmuel says, and Lach is Rabbi Muna, and Rav Bevai, and Rav Bevai, he said it. Completely different. Rav Bevai had a different version here. He said that Rav Amar Ein Rav says the halacha is not like Rabbi Muna. The Shmuel Amar halacha Rabbi Muna. Shmuel is the one that says the halacha is like Rabbi Muna. Meaning to say, according to Rav Bevai, according to Rav, there's no problem. You can pause as long as you want. Ein Muna. No matter how long you pause, you just finish from wherever you're up to, and it's okay. Shmuel was the one who was machmir like Rabbi Muna that if you pause long enough to finish the whole thing, you have to start again. Now, what's the nafkamina? So Taisa says the nafkamina is because we pass him like Rav in Isser. This is Isser. We're going to pass him like Rav here. So if Rav is right, we're going to pass him that no matter how long you pause for, you just finish off from wherever you were up to, and it's good. And that's how we pass him, because I'm Rav Yosef, because Rav Yosef is in the cult, hold on to what Rav Yosef said in your hand. Rav Yosef is right. Rav is the one who's making, we can pass him like Rav. Why is Rav Bevoi right? Because we always find that Shmuel is the one who is concerned for the Yechida, for the Das Yachid, for the minority opinion. The Tanit says in the Mishnah, Shomeras Yavam, a woman who's waiting to do Yivam, what does it mean, a Shomeras Yavam? A woman whose husband dies, 
she has no children. So the lacha is, she falls to Yibum, her husband's brothers have to either be miyabi her, meaning to marry her, and they sort of take over for her uh, husband, or they do chalitza, and they free her to go and marry whoever she wants. So when she's waiting for the brother to do Yibum, she's called Shomer Asyavim. So a woman whose husband dies, she's Shomer Asyavim, she's waiting for her husband's brother to do Yibum or chalitza. Shekidish Achiv, so that Yavam, her husband's brother, he has another brother, a younger brother. Usually the oldest brother is the one who does Yivam. So when we say Shomer Yavam, we say she's waiting for the oldest brother to do Yivam. Shekidish Achiv, and then the younger brother of that Yavam goes along and engages Esachosa, this Shomer Yavam's sister. So, what's the problem? They said in the name of Rebbe we tell that brother, that younger brother, who engaged the sister of this Shomer Yavam, Hamtain, wait, don't marry her. Don't consummate your marriage. Until your older brother does a maisu, meaning until he does yibum or chalitza to the Shomer Yavam, you should not consummate your marriage with this woman, the Shomer Yavam's sister. Why not? So, the reason is as follows. There's something called Zika. Zika is a connection between the woman that's a Shomeris Yavam and her deceased brother, deceased husband's brothers. Since they're supposed to do Yibmer Chalitza, she's in a way connected to them. That Zika, it's kind of like marriage. It's not marriage. It's not a marriage until they actually do Yibum or do Chalitza, which is like divorce. But there's a connection called Zika, and that connection is Me'ena marriage. In a way, she's married to him. Um, now, what's the Nafkamina? So that would mean that, let's say, if um, somebody wants to marry this Shomeris Yavam's sister, he couldn't do it. Because in as much as there's Zika, in as much as there's a connection to this woman, so marrying her sister is like marrying your wife's sister, he couldn't do it. Now in this case, there's two brothers. There's the Yavam that she's waiting for him to do Yumer Chalitza, and then there's his younger brother. Now that younger brother, Batsam, could also do Yibum. Really, the mitzvah is that the older brother should do it, but either one could really do it. So what do we do in a case when there's two brothers, two potential candidates to, you, to do Yibam? Is there a Zika? Is there a connection to both of them? She couldn't be connected through marriage to two men, only to one man. Only to one man. So what does Zika mean when there's two brothers? So according to the Rabbanan, Zika means nothing. She's not connected to either brother. And really the younger brother can go ahead and be Makadesh, the sister of this woman, since she's not really connected with Zika to either of them. But if Yudav and Maseya holds, then no. That there's Zika, she can't be married to both brothers, but she could be connected with Zika to both brothers. So even the younger brother is considered to be connected to her in a way, and because of that Zika that connects him to her, he's not allowed to marry her sister. It's like he's marrying his own wife's sister, which is an Arab, which is Aser. So that's why in the name of Rehidu Ben they said, we tell him, wait, you shouldn't have engaged her. And now that you're engaged, don't be, don't marry her. Don't consummate your marriage because you're marrying your wife's sister. Because you're still connected with Zika to the Shomer Yavam. She's like, your wife, how could you marry her sister? Wait until your brother does Yibum, and then he marries the woman, and then that severs your connection with her. Or he does Halitza, and then also severs your connection with her. Then you can marry the sister. According to the Rabbanan, since there's two brothers, there's no Zika, there's no connection. And he's allowed to, the younger brother is allowed to consummate his marriage with the Shomer Yavam's sister. Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says, that means Shmuel is concerned about the minority opinion in Rabbi Yudubam And the same way here he's concerned for Rabbi Yudubam before he was Choshesh for Rabbi Muna's Shita. But that's Shmuel. Rav, he doesn't 
care about the Das Yachid. Rav Paskins like the Rabbanan over here, and he Paskins like the Rabbanan over there, and therefore there's no reason why you have to go back and start again in Megillah, even if you pause Kedilignor's Kula, it's no problem, and that's the way we Paskin. But yeah, you can read a little bit of the Megillah in the morning, and the rest of the Megillah at the end of the day, and you would be Yotzei. Tan Rabbanan says the Baisa, Hishmidba Sofer Osios Upsukim. If the Sofer left out some letters when you wrote the Megillah, or some hopes look at the Karen Akore, but the Kore, the Balkore, he read those letters and those psukim are missing. Balpeh, Kimiturgaman Hamatargim, like a Maturgaman who's Matargim. That's a translator. In the olden days, when they would lay in the Torah, so somebody would say the Targum in, in, uh, in Lashon Targum, and he said that Balpeh. That's what it means. The Balkore, if he had to, from memory, make up those letters that and psukim that were missing, and he said them out So he's Yotze, but he's it is Yotze. So he wants a kasha. Here it seems like if there's some letters missing, some sukkim missing, it's fine. But the Brahsa says, if in the Megillah you had some letters that were smudged, o mikuro, so they're actually ripped, so some of the letters was missing. If the Rishum, and the Radifa mark of the letter, if the basic Remnant of the letter, you can make out what the letter is, and it's recognizable. That's okay. If there's not even a Roshim, there's no mark of the letter, Psula. So the whole thing's possible. So here it seems like it's possible. And before we said, if there's some letters missing, some Sukkim missing, as long as the Balkore reads it, Balpeh, it's fine. The Gemara says, Lokasha. Not a Kasha. Habakula, The Bryce that it says that it's possible is when the whole thing, or most of the Megillah, is missing. So if most of the letters of the Megillah are missing or smudged, or if most of the Psukim, that's a problem. Hub Miktasa. And that which it says that it's okay, as long as he reads it, that's when it's only a Miktasa, a, a small part. If it's a small part, a few letters, a few Psukim are missing, then if the Balkari reads it, that's fine. The Megillah only needs to be mostly written, and then the Miut, we could read Balpeh. Tarabana, the writer says, Hishmit Bahakore Pasuk Echad. That's what the Balkari was laning. And he somehow skipped the Pasuk. He left it out. Lo Yomer, he shouldn't say, Ekras Kula, I'll read the rest. Like, I skipped out Pasuk. Okay, so I'll read from wherever I am till the end. And then when I'll finish, I'll read that Pasuk that I skipped out. No, you can't do that. That's reading it out of order. Ella, He has to go back. He has to read from that Pasuk all the way until the end. So he has to go back to the Pasuk that he skipped and start from there and go to the end. Somebody goes into a shul, and he found the tzibur, he had already read half the Megillah, he walks in, smack in the middle of Mikra Megillah. So, what does he have to do? He shouldn't say, I'll listen, I'll read, I'll listen to the Kriya of half of it with the tzibur. And after all, I'm done, I'll read the first half. No. He has to read the whole thing now, from beginning to the end, and there's no point in listening to the tzibur from where they are up to. The Mishnah said that if he reads the Megillah, misnamnim is yotze. What does it mean? Hey, chidami misnamnim. What's exactly considered misnamnim? Amr Ravashi says, nim velo nim. He's sleeping, but he's not fully sleeping. Tear, he's awake, velo tear, but he's not fully awake. The karolevani, if they would call him, he would answer. He's awake enough to hear when people call him. But he doesn't know how to respond with Something that requires thinking. You know, they ask him, where do you put something? They ask him something that he has to think about. He won't be able to answer. But if they remind him, did you put it in such and such a place? Mitra, he remembers and he says, yeah, yeah, I put it there. So that level of consciousness, of, of wakeness, 
is enough to be able to the Megillah. The Mishnah says, Hayakosva Darsha Umagia, if he's writing the Megillah, or he's darshaning the Megillah, or he's being Magia, he's correcting, he's making sure that it's correct, so he could be also the mitzvah of Kriyas Megillah like that. What's the case that he's writing the Megillah? If he's arranging, meaning he's saying over one pasuk at a time, and after he says it, and makes sure he has it right, he writes it down. So what's it going to make a difference that he has Kavana? He's reading the pasuk and then writing it down. That's not going to work. It's got to be the Kasav Sukha. He's writing down one pasuk at a time, and then he's reading it. So after he writes it, he reads it. But still, umiyatsa is yotzi like that. After he's written one pasuk, he reads it, and then the second pasuk, he reads that, and the third pasuk, that's no good. Halacha is like the one, like the man the Amar that you have to read the whole Megillah. We'll see later. There's Tanaim that hold you don't have to read the whole Megillah. It's enough to be part of the Megillah. We pasuk like the man the Amar, you have to read the whole Megillah. Even according to the Mani Amar, that you only have to read the Megillah from Ish Yehudi, but the whole Megillah has to be written down. You have to have a Megillah written in its entirety. You could maybe read from Ish Yehudi, but you only could be Yotzi if you're reading from a whole Megillah. So certainly if you've written one or two or three or four or five Sukkim, you couldn't be Yotzi when you'd read that. So that can't be the case either. Elo, the case is the Manucha Megillah coming, there's a Megillah lying before him. And he reads from that Megillah that's written one pasuk at a time, and as he reads it, because of then he writes it down in the new Megillah. And like that will be Yotze. So he's being Yotze not from what he's reading in the Megillah that he's writing, but when he's reading in the Megillah that he's copying from. So that means when the Mishnah talks about somebody who's writing a Megillah, it's assuming that he's copying what he's writing from another Megillah. He's reading from a Megillah and writing what he's reading. He's not writing from memory. So should I say that the mission is approved for Rabbi Barachana support? You can't even write one letter of a Megillah or a Sefer Torah, not from Aksav, meaning not copying it from something that's already written. The Gemara says, no. Dilma, this Maybe the case of the mission is where it happened to work out that way. You happen to have been copying a Megillah from when it was written. Doesn't mean that if you knew the Megillah Baal you couldn't write a Megillah from memory. The case of the Mishnah was where you were copying it, and since you were copying it and reading it while you were copying it, you could be Yotze. doesn't mean you have to do it that way. There's no proof for Rabbi Baruchana. Kufa. Now the Gemara wants to discuss that. It's also to write even one letter without copying it. You can't write it from memory. So the Gemara is a kasha from a b'raisa. You're saying that you can't write anything from memory? He went to be Ma'abur the year in Asya. They went to Asya to sit down the Chacham and determine whether they needed to add on a month of the year. And that was around Adar time, and they didn't have a Megillah there. Because when Rabbi Meir wrote it from memory, he read it on Purim. So you see that you can write a Megillah from memory. Um, Rabbi Avos, Rabbi Avos said, Shine your Bimir. Rabbi Meir is different. He's an exception to the rule. The Mekayim may because he fulfilled. In him, the pasuk vafapecha yaishu nagdacha. Afapecha is like your eyelids. Your eyes should be straight. Should look straight ahead. What does it mean? What does it mean? Your eyebrow, your eyelids, your eyes should look straight ahead. Referring to Torah, you see, like it says about the Torah, close your eyes, blink for one minute, and when it's gone, Torah is so easily forgotten. And Vafaipecha Yeshua Nagdecha means the Torah is straight ahead. In other words, the Torah is so clear, it's like right in front of you. 
even the Torah, about what it says, blink your eyes, close your eyes for a minute, and it's gone, it's forgotten. straight. Even though it's so easy to forget it, it's straight. It's straight in front of Rabbi Meir. It's in his mind's eye all the time. So in Rabbi Meir's case, the Torah is right there in front of him, so it's okay to write from memory, but not for a regular person. Rav Chizda once found Rav Chananel, he was also writing Svarim, and he wasn't copying it from a written Sefer. He told him, Really, the whole Torah is worthy to be written by you, or by you and your memory. But the Chacham said, nonetheless, you're not allowed to write even one letter without copying it from something written. From the fact that he said, the whole Torah is worthy to be written from your memory, from your mouth. So it seems like they are really clear and straight, and, uh, and it's right there in front of him as well, just like Rabbi Meir. But Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir did write. In other words, if Rabbi Meir was able to write, so why wasn't Rabbi Hanan able to write also? He wants to say, Rabbi Meir wrote because it was a Shasset Chak, that's different. It was a difficult situation. There was no Megillah, and he was in a strange place, so he was able to write a Megillah. But Stam is like, you shouldn't do it. Abaye Shara, now, one more thing, the Gemara says, it's an exception. Abaye allowed Ledevei Barchavu to the people of Barchavu, to write Tvilin and Mezuzos, Shalom in They were big Sofrim. They used to write Tvilin and Mezuzos for a living, and they were doing it all the time, and he allowed them to do it from memory. So it's such Bikiyim. Keman, like, who is this? Allowed ki haytan like the Tana that says it. The Tanya Rabbi Yirmiyah Omer Mishum Rabbein Rabbi Yirmiyah says in the name of Rabbi Tefillin and Mezuzos Nichtavos Shalom in Exav Tefillin and Mezuzos can be written not from writing, meaning from memory. Vein Tzichasuto you also don't need to underline them like you do to say for Torah. Behilchos what is Allah? Tefillin and Tzichasuto Tefillin don't need to be underlined. Mezuzos Tzichasuto Mezuzos do need to be underlined. And even both of them Nichtavos Shalom in Exav they can be written without copying it from Exav. My time of why? Why is it different than anything else? Migros Grisin. Because these are so familiar, people review them so often, they're so clearly versed in those psukim, so they can do it from memory. It's like they're copying it from Ksav anyway.